Austin Meg. I love that song. What if God is one of us? <laughs> oh, you can leave now. <laughs> how might how, how might we treat each other if we remember that truth that God is one of us? Hmm. Well, good morning, everyone. As I mentioned before, I am Amy Jocelyn. I am a licensed Unity teacher at Unity on the River. I'm also the licensed Unity teacher rep for Unity Eastern Region. Um, and a couple of weeks back, um, when Reverend Ogan was getting ready to go on vacation, he, he asked me if I um, would like to speak. And of course, even though the idea of doing a talk over Zoom was a little intimidating for me because it's outside of my comfort zone, I said yes, because I want to grow and I want to learn um, and be the best version of myself I can be. And that means stepping into sometimes uncharted territory. Uh, and because I am learning and growing and wanting to change the way I've done things in the past, I reached out to a mentor and a friend of mine, um, Rev Kelly Isola. Um, she teaches homiletics at Unity Village um, to help me um, in the prep for my talk a little bit, to just give me some coaching. Um, because like I said, I'm learning and I'm growing and I wanna do things a little bit differently than I did in the past. So her question to me when I was deciding what I was gonna talk about, what she said to me was, well, what's working you? Talk about that. I said, well, what's working me right now is what now? What now? Um, because I you know, have been a um, essential worker during the COVID experience. Um, I'm part of Unity on the River and we've just completed the sale of our physical space that we were in for many years. Um, so there's a lot, and just personally, I have a lot um, that's up for me right now. So I'm in the question of what now? Um, well familiar with this book, um, which is Finding Yourself in Transition by Reverend Robert Brummett. Everyone should have a copy of this book. I'll shamelessly plug it right now. And I know that very well um, that I'm in the void. Um, and that's a place that's really fertile ground and a place of deep questioning. So I'm here to talk about, you know, now what? And I also want to talk about, I have deep and abiding faith that everything is figure outable, that everything is figure outable. And so that's what I want to talk about today. And so I'm going to break that down a bit. I'm going to talk about um, what I mean when I say that everything is figure outable, um, why I think that's important, and how how do we figure things out? So, well, what do I mean by everything is figure outable? What I mean is that we are intelligent beings, that we have. 24-7 access to all the intelligence, wisdom, and love that is and will ever be. So even inside of an apparent problem, that there is a solution. 
And we've had clear evidence throughout our lives that this is true, that things are figure outable. For instance, I've learned how to ride a bike. I've learned how to tell time. I've learned how to drive a car. I've learned how to parallel park. I've learned how to cook an egg. I've learned how to make a phone call. I've learned how to send an email. I've learned how to mute and unmute myself on Zoom. I've learned how to bake a cake. I've learned how to dance. I've learned how to sing. I've learned how to move on after a breakup when I didn't think I could. I've learned to read, I've learned to sew. I've learned the difference between day and night, hot and warm, dry and wet. The list is boundless. And look at the things that we figured out collectively or great minds have figured out. You know, Thomas Edison invented the light bulb after a thousand tries. Alexander Graham Bell figured out the telephone and now we carry them around in our pockets. How cool is that? The Wright brothers created the airplane and now we can fly all over the world. Everything is figure outable. Some things are easy and some things not so easy. Some things take longer than others. One thing I did notice for myself when I was in that place of what now was that sometimes what now for me can be a place of lamenting that I can be um, like, what now? Ah! You know, like last week I came home, my heater wasn't working. I was like, what now? Or I can be really excited. I can be um, in a place of like a kid on Christmas morning, kind of like now, like I'm feeling about this, what's happening in this country. You know, we've just found out that we have a new president. So I'm kind of excited about what's next, but I can also be in, in the question of that as well. So I can be in a place of question and wondering, you know, what now? And that wherever we are in that spectrum is absolutely okay. That we'll go in and out of it. Sometimes in the course of a minute. <laughs> so everything is figure outable. And I wanna talk about why I think that that's important for us to know. I think it's important for us to know that because even as far as this election, we've just found out that we have a new president and that's make some, making some of us really super happy and excited. And some of us not, you know, if it wasn't our person that we wanted, that we voted for and wanted in office, some of us may be feeling sad or angry. And sometimes, or even in terms of the COVID virus, 
and the economy. We can get so fixated on the problem. We get so fixated in looking at the closed door that we, we miss out on the open window, that we don't see the opportunities that are before us. You know, even sometimes, you know, we much like the Israelites, remember the story of the Israelites, which is in um, Finding Yourself in Transition, you know, they are freed from slavery, they're at the brink of the Red Sea, they cross over, the Red Sea comes up behind them, and they're in a place of newness, of a new life. And sometimes for us to step forward, we, into, we have to step into a newer version of ourselves. And I think we're going through that now as a spiritual community. You said, you know, even losing that physical building, which isn't who we are, it's still a representative of who we've been in the past. And we need to let go of certain versions of that so we can step more fully into what's the next and highest best for all of us. So we can ask ourselves, you know, who do we wanna be? You know, what do we wanna create? What do we want to have happen? Everything is figure outable. Everything is figure outable. So how do we do that? How do we figure things out? Well, we've got Google. Right? We can we can Google, we can do research, we can ask for help. We can read, we can study. We can do some forgiveness work. You know, I know that we're going to be doing that as a spiritual community in in the next coming upcoming weeks. You know, and I really invite people to really step into that. Even at this country, you know, we've had one president for four years and we're stepping into a new presidency. What do we need to forgive and release and let go of so we can step fully present into the sacred and holy here and now, is, which is a place that we have control of. We can focus on what we can control and let go of what we can't control. You know, I'm talking to you right now and as much as I've asked my landlord to be quiet, I can, I can hear, and I don't know if it's being picked up on the recording or not, but I can hear somebody outside with a leaf blower. I can't control that. What I can do is just be fully present and, and speak from my heart and ignore what's going on in the background for now. So we can be focused on what we can control and not what we can't control. And if we're in a place of figuring that out, we can do the next best thing we can. Um, you know, if we can't go out in public right now, the way that we would want, maybe we can pick up the telephone and make a phone call. Um, maybe we can literally get our house in order. 
you know, clean out a closet, clean a drawer out, do our own inner work so that when we emerge from this virus, when we get ready to step into our next physical highest expression, even as a community, we can step forward strong. You know, we can be a part of the solution. We can, you know, I invite people to join our uh, social activist group at the church, or if you're concerned or worried about where we're gonna end up next physically, join the committee that is planning that. I really hope that people will come to fellowship after service and have a time for that time of connection that figure out Zoom so that you can join us. Um, and if you can't join us there, reach out to someone within the community, reach out you know, over the telephone, reach out even on Facebook if you need to. Find a way to connect with others. Because one thing for sure I know is that we're all in this together. And that everything is figure outable. Now I mentioned earlier that I had reached out to my friend Kelly Isola um, to help me with this talk. And that came out because a couple of years ago when I was giving talks, um, I wasn't happy with them. And I had decided to totally take myself out of the arena for that for a while and that 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 just wasn't going to be for me you know I wasn't going to be someone that gave talks you know I would teach I would do other things but that wasn't going to be um that wasn't going to be for me um and I decided that if in the event that I was ever asked to speak again that I would go in to make sure that I felt like I was somewhat ready or not, and that I would definitely ask for help. And so I reached out to Kelly to help me. And so I'm gonna invite us all, you know, as we step into this new paradigm in our country with a new president, as we, as a spiritual community, as we step into a new version of ourselves, to ask for help, to stay in communication, to trust and know that even if we don't know all the answers now, that everything is figure outable. And now is the time for us to step in to the highest and best version of ourselves. It's time for us to heal. It's time for us to dance. It's time for us to grow. 